0: First and goal from the five for the Rams. Akers, a one man game for the touchdown. 122 of the Rams' 196 yards for that guy, Cam Akers, who has been a star today. This is BetQL Daily from
1: BetQL.
0: Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Chris Ranji in today for Joe. Oh, next hour, we got to go prop shopping. We'll have our lightning bets and, of course, be joined by Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. He's going to be part of the show coming up next hour and uh, talk all about game number six here in the NBA Finals. And uh, Ryan's going to be brought to you by BetQL. BetQL here to help us all make better bets for real proven analytics. Bet smarter, and beat the books. Download the BeckQL app, or visit BeckQL.com today. And we got a fun segment coming up here with some uh, kind of off the wall things that are happening. Uh, just, just I mean, you could say sports, but just around everywhere, just some wackiness uh, out there with Chris that I want to touch on. But Chris, first, you heard there the Cam Akers call, Joe Buck from last season. Cam Akers really emerged at the end of the season as is one of the better running backs in the NFL. Rookie at a Florida State. Uh, You know, Sean McVay leaned on him late in the season into the playoffs over 20, you know, rushes per game, I'd say from December on Uh, a sneaky bet. Joe and I talked about it last week to maybe lead the NFL in rushing yards. And boom, we just get the news here this morning. He tore his Achilles. He is out for the season. That's a major blow to the Rams.
1: Yeah, that is really bad because I'm not exactly sure who steps in then. Um, That's I I don't know who's going to get most of the carries. They were the fourth favorite to win the Super Bowl. I, st- I think that's not changed yet as far as uh, the numbers go, as far as the prices go. I don't think anything has changed there as, as far as I'm aware. Maybe you uh, uh, you know what the numbers were ahead of time. The NFC West West, they are still the favorite in the division at plus 190. along with the 49ers, they have the exact same odds uh, the two of them do. I think it changes things a little bit. Here's why, if you're going to have an injury at one of those skill positions, I feel like running back is probably the one you want to have happen more than anything else, right? I mean, you can. if it's your quarterback, you're in trouble. Um, If it's your top wide receiver, that's going to be difficult, but you might be able to replace him. You can replace your run game, your running back, and you can find ways to scheme a decent running game as long as you have a good offensive line and as long as you have a good quarterback. So I'm. It, it's it's not good. It certainly isn't good. It kind of decreases their margin for error. But I don't know if this is an absolute killer for them.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say killer either. Uh, you can still find them at 14-1. You know, there's not been a, an update yet for certain Bowl odds. I don't think it's going to change fundamentally because, like you said, it's a running back and you can kind of scheme the running back in. But I do think it makes a difference from this perspective, Chris. So you look at their Jeff charts. Daryl Henderson is up next, Xavier Jones after that. You know, McVay's good enough that you would think they'll figure something out. And they won't have a bad running game. But like when I thought of the Rams this year, we know the defense is, is legit. They were one of the NFL's best last year, and we know the star power with, uh, with Aaron Donald that side of the football. But like my thought was, all right, they got Matthew Stafford, and now Stafford finally is on a team where he doesn't have to do it all. Right. The pressure's off him from the perspective of you don't have to drop back 40, 50 times. We're going to play defense. We're going to run the ball. We're going to have to go play action. Like, you know, how the Rams won with Jared Goff. But this time yeah. they'll have a, you know, a more talented thrower of the football in Stafford than Goff. But if that run game is only okay or average, I, I could see them leaning more on the on the pass game because they do have a lot of weapons there. I mean, think about it. They have Cooper Cup, they have Robert Woods. Van Jefferson last year they drafted. Tutu Atwell this year, the speedster. They signed Deshaun Jackson. I mean, this suddenly this could become a different kind of offense because the strength now you would have to think lies with, you know, the pass catchers in Stafford versus, you know, more balance.
1: Yeah, and I know Henderson had some injuries last year, but, I mean, he should be okay now. I think it was just an ankle situation and it wasn't anything too serious. So he should be all right. and And you're probably right. They're going to rely more heavily on the pass game but I don't think you're going to see a dramatic difference in what the offense is as opposed to what they wanted it to be before the season started. Yeah, maybe there is, um, there's not that guy defenses have to worry about so much. You know, I mean, they're, they're going to be game planning, of course, um, but they're not going to focus on Akers as much. Well, they're not going to focus on him at all, um, but they're not going to have to worry about him, is the point. But I don't think it's going to dramatically change what they were going to do offensively. They're still going to be potent, and they're still going to score a ton of points. It's just they're going to do it a little bit differently. So in in terms of that, and obviously Akers is off the board for the conversation we had earlier, and I don't even think we got to him, uh, the rushing plus receiving yards, but he was on that list of guys we were going to talk about. Um, so clearly you don't have to worry about that anymore. But as far as the Rams go, they're still going to be really good this year. Um, I don't know if they win the Super Bowl. But they are going to be a very dangerous offense.
0: Yeah, they will. They'll be good, and the defense is still going to be really great with Aaron Donald. So it's a formidable team. But that it's a blow. It's a, especially yeah, it before we get. I mean, really, the training camp has started. The preseason right. has started. You're losing players now. It's it, it's not a great omen. So uh, Cam Akers gone for the Rams. It changes the running back market yards leader, and it changes uh, you know one of the NFL's contenders here. Chris, let's throw a couple fun things in there, including yesterday we got the uh, the news that Monday Night Football, in in effect, is changing a little bit here. Not, not the actual broadcast, but now there's going to be a second broadcast headlined by Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. I, I guess uh, Peyton calls his uh, production company Omaha Productions, which is a great name. So it's going to be a megacast. Ten games for the next three seasons on ESPN2. Will you watch this? Chris Ronji, what would you rather watch? The regular broadcast with Steve Levy and – greasy and lit Riddick or you watch the Manning brothers during Monday night football?
1: Well, I think like everybody else, I'm at least going to try it. I think most people are just out of curiosity going to find out, you know, Um, I don't know if I'll watch it primarily just had this conversation yesterday on six seventy the score in Chicago, because we were talking about this very thing. And um, I, I like traditional play-by-play broadcasts as much as I like, you know, say the stat cast broadcast and baseball when those happen every so often. Those are interesting. But I just like the traditional broadcasts. And I think what'll end up happening for me, I like Peyton Manning personally. Um uh, you know his personality I like. I like Eli Manning's personality, believe it or not. And I think the two of them are going to be really entertaining. But I think what's going to happen for me is I will catch the clips of the best stuff they do later on Twitter. I feel like people are going to say you got to see the thing that Peyton and Eli did, um, and and that'll get posted, and then I'll watch that two minute video. That'll probably be what happens mostly, but I'm at least going to give it a shot at, at when they do it for the first time.
0: Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I, I didn't enjoy the Monday Night Football broadcast last year with uh, yeah. with Levy and and Greasy Like not, not that any of those guys are particularly bad. I just I just feel like ESPN Monday Night Football has lost so much since. Since Gruden left, it just feels like they're, they're searching for something. I'd rather watch the Mannings. I mean, at least you're going to know you're going to get something interesting about the quarterback play, which is you know most of the game anyway now. So I'll watch that. I, I'm in on that. I, I will watch this, uh, this second or, I guess, other alternate broadcast of Monday Night Football. One thing I've never been in on, I don't know if I'll ever go to Cincinnati.
1: Uh, Chris, maybe you have. Have you ever had Skyline Chili? Uh, okay. I've not had, I've never been to Cincinnati. I have had what skyline chili is like, but I've, you know what I mean? Like I've seen it made and I've had it. It is brutal.
0: Well, not only does it look brutal, it is also, um, if you're watching or listening to the Mets Reds broadcast last night, SNY in New York, um, listen to this, Gary Cohen here describing skyline chili, (laughs) Uh, he, he, there's never, I don't think there's ever been anything that makes me want to have something less than listening to Gary go and describe this here. It was last night during the Mets reds broadcast.
1: This is the local delicacy known as skyline chili, the five way with the spaghetti and the beans and the cheese five way first the, uh, the disgusting chili gravy. And well, what do you and put on the there? onions? Do you put some mustard or something? No, on no, it? No, wait a second. When you, after the onions comes the cheese, and that's what makes it the five-way. Here we go. is the cheese. They put like 10 tons of, of shredded cheese on there, and this is supposed to be food that you actually eat. Now, does the cheese melt, or is that a... Uh, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, have you ever had saline I'm not. I have not. I would recommend... Not having it? Or? Well, no. You, you need to try everything once. Okay. Right? All right. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Try it once and then you'll never eat it again
0: Try it once and you'll never eat it again yeah. um, that that was probably makes me want to have something I've never want to have something less than after listening to that.
1: Joe I live in well I I'm, I'm from the St. Louis area I, I grew up in the St. Louis area and there is a style of pizza a St. Louis style of pizza. It's just a, a thin very very thin crust with a cheese called Provel. And it's it's kind of a different sort of sauce, too, that's on top of it. People outside of St. Louis despise it. They think it's the most disgusting thing ever. I am so glad that Skyline Chili exists to take the heat off St. Louis-style pizza. Because that Skyline Chili is terrible. Now, I've never had it in Cincinnati, but I've had that spaghetti with the beans and the chili and the onions and the cheese. I don't get it. It's, it is horrific. Joe, if you've never had it, don't have it. There's no point. Your life will not be improved in any meaningful way. So I've never had it. I've never been to Cincinnati. I've never had it, but, but I am
0: someone that like, you know, when I travel places or I, you know, I go somewhere, I I do like to try the, you know, the local flavor, whatever it is, right. If it's a, Mm a drink or it's a food or, I'll try whatever if I go to a new place. So, so you're saying if I ever uh, find my way to Cincinnati, Chris, you, you you would avoid Skyline Chili at all costs.
1: Yes, that's correct. I, I don't see how it improves anything for you. It's the well, because all that all that'll end up happening is you'll go back home and tell everybody I wasted a meal in Cincinnati on that.
0: And I I don't even have, like how much does that cost? Is that like a, a regular I meal, like know. twelve bucks, thirteen bucks, whatever it is? It seems like it's an overpay from the from what we saw and what we heard last night skyline chili yeah i guess um for any of the listeners out there who like it we apologize but we're, oh, out. Sorry. we're yeah. out listen yeah. to each their own but we're out on the other side we gotta go prop shopping here we got a big major league baseball slate k props home run props and of course game six nba finals tonight we'll go prop shopping for everything going on in the sporting world that's next this is betql daily right here on the betql network